find where I fit in, believe me Life ain't no game and nothing good comes freely I done learned the hard way, burns and you turns up I done seen the hard days, learn from my mistakes But mama told me just hit the pause play We don't rewind, gotta let God set the pace, set the race Call the shots It's hard knowing that you hot when you stuck up on the block Come on. Knowing you can cook but can't afford the pot Told me that he loved me, never got a rock When I found Nas, found Biggie, found Pop Around the same time when my father got locked And then he moved away and left my mom with a knot A knot in a heart that hasn't yes. yet left yes. And it's a safe bet, she okay. lost all her respect I still love you, Dad Taking all that you've given me And I'm still standing Yeah, I'm still standing And when the dust do things a little bit differently today, my corporate climbers. Bear with us. Tuesday, it's your girl, D, and my co-host, Sparky. That's right, that's right, and together we bring to you streaming new episodes every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms, The Corporate Climb Show. What's up, everyone? You are listening to the violin strings of Mrs. Young Joe Chang, a.k.a. Sarah Chang, a... Voorhees Township, New Jersey native, Temple TU alumni, yes, 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 those are the beautiful strings of Mrs. Young Joe Chang, straight out of New Jersey, born in Philadelphia though, love it, love it, I told you we were going to have season two, all Jersey, all music, not just hip hop, but all types of music. Last week, I blessed you with a Montclair native. If you missed that, check that out. Yes, that was awesome, Miss Annie Blackman. If you don't have never heard of Annie Blackman, you should certainly check out last week's episode. Check out her record, Pickets. 
go on YouTube, listen to it. She's awesome. I like to think that she's like a young Alanis Morissette. Other people may think of her as something else, but that's what she reminds me of. But this week, focusing on Mrs. Young Joe Chang, who's been out for quite some time. She was actually born December 10th, 1980. All right. She has been active in the music industry as a violinist since the mid 80s so she has been a professional violinist since she was a young young girl okay very young girl signed to emi classics all right you can check out a lot of her music at sarahchang.com or you can youtube it or google it it'll come right up she's very famous it's been a tough week here in the u.s a lot is going on um a lot is going on. If you if you haven't heard the news, which I'm assuming most of you have, huge, huge over huge, huge overturn in the Supreme Court this week, or last week I should say, um, Roe vs. Wade last Friday. Uh, there is no longer a federal constitutional right to an abortion. This is huge. This is huge for women's reproductive health in America. Uh, it is no longer uh, a federal constitutional right to have an abortion. Going forward, abortion rights will be determined by states unless Congress acts. I quote from CNN, Already nearly half of the states have or will pass laws that ban abortion, while others have enacted strict measures regulating the procedure. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I'm not one to talk much about politics. Not really my speed. Um, I love the law. I love employment law, civil law. I love watching uh, documentaries around criminal law. Love that. Uh, but not really one to get into political back and forth with people because it gets messy, right? And um, I'm not educated enough in my mind at least, to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody, right? My beliefs are my beliefs, your beliefs are your beliefs, and we should all respect each other's beliefs. Our beliefs are our beliefs for whatever our reasons are, and we should all play nice in that sandbox and respect where each other's values and beliefs are coming from, right? And, the, and, and that should be what it is. But when it comes to topics of abortion, I have my opinions, I do. Not really going to voice too much about them on this show. Um, but I will say this, I, I will certainly say this, I have a, a low to no tolerance for rape and sexual assault. It boils my blood pressure for several reasons, which we will also not get into on this show. And so with that being said, for victims of these circumstances or that circumstance who end up in a situation where they do become pregnant the fact that in states there are some states now that they no longer have these these women no longer have the right after going through such heinous and violent crimes of rape to make a choice because they did not choose that to go forward with an abortion 
in my mind is outright ridiculous. It's outright ridiculous. And that upsets me to many, many levels, which I won't even go down uh, the rabbit hole and talk about on the show because it would just take too much time. And that is not the focus of the show. But, you know, it does affect human resources, right? In the workplace. You guys, you have to know what's going and gals, you have to know what's going on in the world because what's going on in the world will impact what's going on in the workplace. It, it just it just does. It affects conversations in the kitchen. It affects your benefits. It, it affects, you know, healthcare. It affects renewal rates, you know, um, and it, it, it overall it affects morale, right? Like some people are going to come to work in the weeks ahead and be impacted by this in more ways than you can ever imagine. And as HR professionals, we have to be prepared for those emotions. We have to be prepared for those conversations. We have to be prepared for what this could do in our workplace. And I don't think we're ready for that, right? There's no Fred Pryor course right now that I found that's what can we do as HR professionals to deal with the overturn of Roe vs. Wade? How do we navigate those conversations in the break room? I haven't seen that course on Fred Pryor. Sharam has not put out an article yet that talks about that. And if they have, please, please send it my way. We're not ready for those conversations. That is a difficult conversation. How do we deal with all of that? Just as we were marching forward with, with women empowerment in this country, it feels like we're now going 10 steps backwards. But that's okay. And I'm going to tell you why it's okay. Because this always happens. You get 100 steps ahead, ahead. And then something happens where you get pulled a few steps back. But let me tell you something, guys and gals, boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that. You know what the beautiful part about that is? You're a hundred steps ahead where you were before all this. So it's okay if they knock you a few steps back because can you imagine if you weren't already a hundred steps ahead of where you were before and you had gotten knocked a few steps back? Oh, man, you'd be so far, far back. They couldn't even see you in the rearview mirror. So, so we're still marching ahead. We're still marching ahead. We're still marching ahead. We have to keep the faith. We have to move forward. This is just a bump in the road. This is a big bump. This is a big bump. I don't care what side of the political uh, spectrum you you stand on, whether you are a, uh, a full-blown liberal or full-blown conservative. Or you're just someone who sits right in the middle and plays it nice and safe and moderate. Everybody is feeling this. I know some diehard Republicans who do not agree with this. Just as much as some diehard liberals who do not agree with this. And the moderates in between. And I know people who do agree with it. For religious purposes mainly, those are the people that I've encountered. But across the board, everyone I spoke to when it comes to victims of rape, 
That is something that anybody I've spoken to, whether they agree with it, whether they're pro-choice or pro-life, anybody that I've spoken to, when it comes to being a victim of rape and you become pregnant, anyone I've talked to, male or woman, male or female, doesn't matter. No tolerance. It's just there are certain things that you just have to make an exception for. And that has to be one of them. In my opinion, and, and the circle that I've and that I've spoken to. And I, and I think that's where Congress may have gotten it wrong, in my opinion. You know, I, I, I do, in my opinion, I think that's where we've gotten it wrong. There has to be a catch. There has to be, an ex- or not, I shouldn't say catch, an exception to the rule. You want to you want to modify people getting abortions and putting limits on it because, you know, people do maybe, um, you know, take advantage. You know, some people maybe every time they have unprotected sex, they get pregnant, they get an abortion and they're five times too many. And that's their business, not my business. But it's just an example. And you and you're and enough is enough in some people's mind. OK, sure. Why not? But there has to be an exception. When it comes to somebody who is a victim of rape, who did not ask for that, and as a result of being a part of an activity they did not even ask to participate in, they get pregnant and then have to become a parent, even though they did not consent to the act of what it takes to even become a parent that is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion you don't agree with me that's fine this isn't your show moving on (laughs) it's true it's not your show you don't agree with it find another show or just don't listen to this episode or you can just fast forward that's the best part about recording a show and then uploading it in the days ahead you can just kind of fast forward to the parts that you like right (laughs) no but it's so true um date so it's so very true um, not to harp too much on the Roe versus Wade because this is not a political podcast mm-hmm. but it's a big deal yeah and it does not just affect the political world it affects our workplace absolutely it affects our personal lives absolutely so be mindful of that in the days ahead because you may see things start to shift in the office And when it comes to benefits, when it comes to that time of the year to start to look at renewal rates and what carriers you're going to go with and things like that, oh, yeah, you may start to see something shift. Oh, yeah, so be mindful of that, of course. Yes. Ah, this is tough. And and I want to add, too, um, one thing, it's it's not just, um, you know, people being forced to be parents when they're not ready to be parents or people who are victims of rape who have now uh, a child being uh, created inside of them and then have to birth this child and become parents, right? Some of those, those, those p- folks, when they birth that child, there, there will be... Uh, you know, forced with the the decision 
to keep that child or give that child up for adoption or put that child into the system, facts, as we call it, facts. which is foster care. Facts, facts. And that's a tough thing to deal with and live with for the rest of your life. So that mental health then kicks in. That emotional well-being kicks in. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, that may impact somebody that you work with. Facts. 100%. 100%. Sooner than later. So be mindful of that because that mental health is so important. Be mindful of that because this law is going to, or this, I should say, this overturn of this, this, this Roe vs. Wade down the line may impact somebody at your job who becomes a victim of rape, who then is faced with that ordeal, who then has to come to workplace after giving birth to a child that they had to get rid of. And you're wondering why your A player has now become a C performer. Mm. Mm. And you don't know what just happened, but because of this, they didn't have a choice. Right. But they right. then had to make a choice. And right. you now as their employer have to deal with that emotional that that emotional baggage. One hundred percent. That would have never even been partially had this never ha- had this had not happened. So Think about all that because there's a domino effect. We always talk about the domino effect on this show. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a fact, Sparky. And 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 to continue on to this, uh, for those employers who who want to get ahead of all this, if you want to just uh, get ahead of the curve, if you haven't already adopted a parental leave policy, a paid parental leave policy, you might want to jump on that now. Because let me tell you something, there is going to be more births now in this country, in the United States of America, than we've seen in the past, which I'm not, I'm not one to throw this out there, but this may be one of the reasons why this is happening because birth rates are down. So we're trying to get things up again. I'm not, listen, I'm not, uh, I'm not one to talk about conspiracy theories and all that stuff. I'm just using my brain. I'm just putting things together. Listen, if there are going to be more babies being born and there are more women in the workplace today working and there are more parents in the workplace working, And the cost of living is ridiculous in this country. So two incomes is almost a requirement at this point to survive today in this country. It would behoove you to adopt a paid parental leave policy. So in the event your employee becomes pregnant or their spouse or partner becomes pregnant, You allow them time to take off without financially impacting their household so they can bond with their child or children and help their partner and or spouse out or whatever their home situation is without worrying that they won't have a job to come back to and a career to continue to climb up with upon return. Okay, 
if you just want to get ahead of the curve a little bit, HR professionals, HR professionals, you want to partner with your C-suite, you want to partner with your board members, you might want to start to think about if you haven't already, if you don't already have this benefit in your workplace, adopting a paid parental, not maternity, not paternity. Let's not do these one-sided leave things. Parental, that means both. Two, two people, takes two to tango, okay? Parental leave policy, that way mom and dad or mom and mom or dad and dad, whatever the situation may be, can bond with their child up on birth, up on adoption, up on foster, whatever their situation may be. Because I'm telling you right now, the birth rate in this country is about to skyrocket as they start to get stricter on the abortion policies. It's going to happen. And maybe that's the intention because the birth rate has dropped significantly year to year. We're not, we're not having, first off, people aren't having that much sex anymore, as much sex as they were in the past. And without having sex, you know, well, you can now have children without having sex, but for the natural purposes, without having sex, you're not going to have as many children. So, you know, and the other route is expensive and the cost of living and inflation is, is, is ridiculously high. So most people can't afford to go the, uh, the alternative route, which is the, the non-sexual natural route. So therefore, the birth rate has decreased. So just, just look at the facts. I, I, listen, I'm only here to state the facts. And that's my basic, my basic napkin knowledge of what the heck is going on. Basic napkin knowledge. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't have a law degree. I didn't graduate from Harvard. I got a, two master's degrees. One's in K-12 guidance counseling. The other one's in human resources. I'm sticking to what I know, but I'm only telling you what I'm seeing. It's the same stuff that you're seeing. I'm just putting together on a napkin. That, that, that's the logic right there. Let's get into some music. Here's Drake featuring Travis Scott. Fair trade. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, feeling young, but they treat me like the OG. And they want the tea on me, I swear he nosy. Said he put some money on my head, I guess we gon' see. I won't put no money on his head, my throw me. I gotta be single for a while, he can't control me. Uno blows trace in a race, they can't hold me. And I show my face in a case, so you know it's me. Imitation isn't flattery, it's just annoying me. And I'm too about it. In the dirt that they threw on my name turned to soil and I grew up about it Time for y'all to figure out what y'all gon' do about it Big wheels keep rolling, rolling I'm outside, 29, G5, Seaside I've been losing friends and finding peace But honestly that sound like a fair trade to me If I ever heard one and I'm still here Outside, frontline, Southside I've been losing friends and finding peace Honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. Let's go. Don't invite me over if you throw another pity party. Looking back, it's hard to tell you where I started. I don't know who love me, but I know that it ain't everybody. I can never love her, she a busybody. Baby, if you want me, can't be turning up with everybody. Nah, can't be. Don't just anybody. Yeah, I got feelings for you, that's the thing about it. 
yeah You know that it's something when I sing about it, yeah Mama used to be on disability But gave me this ability And now she walking with her head high And her back straight I don't think you feeling me I'm out here being everything They said I wouldn't be or couldn't be I don't know what happened to them guys That said they would be I said see you at the top And they misunderstood me I hold no resentment in my heart That's that maturity And we don't keep it on us anymore It's with security I'm outside 29 G5 Seaside, I've been losing friends and finding peace But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me If I ever heard one and I'm still here Outside, front line, south side I've been losing friends and finding peace Honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me Sound like a fair trade to me, what's up? What's up, baby? It sure does sound like a fair trade to me. You know what, my corporate climbers? <laughs> With the last couple of minutes, I'm not gonna go a whole hour like we did last week. I got carried away last week with all that energy from Miss Annie Blackman. Such a good episode, such good energy, such good music last week. I encourage you to check last week's episode out. But I want to really deep sea dive into losing friends and finding peace. Because a lot of y'all aren't ready for that. A lot of y'all are still holding on to these friends, these so-called friends, and thinking that you got, you know... uh, you got you got a lot of squares in your circle let's just say that you thinking that a lot of these friends are actually your friends that you're keeping with you and those same people are the same reasons that you are not where you would like to be let me say that again a lot of the people that are you're keeping in your circle are the same reasons why you are not where you want to be in your corporate climb today you're not ready for that you're not ready for that Put it up, turn it up, turn it up. I've been losing friends and finding peace. But honestly, that sound like a fair trade to me. If I ever heard one and I'm still here outside, front line, south side. I've been losing friends and finding peace. Honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. Let's go. <laughs> I was literally just talking about this the other day with a with the old friend of mine. Recently, I had something happen in my personal life where I had to come back and reconnect with some people that I have not seen in a few years. And um, and, and not because I didn't want to see some of these people. It's just because life had happened and, you know, we all kind of went our separate ways. But there's some of these some folks that, um, you know, I I. I probably wouldn't have preferred to see or talk to at least. Um, and so, um, you know, but one of the gentlemen, um, you know, is, is someone that I, I actually missed over the last couple of years. And he was talking about, you know, friends that we haven't seen in a while. And he was mentioning some names and I'm like, yo, well, listen, I just don't talk to them anymore. And then he, he mentioned this song and he was like, I've been losing friends and finding peace. And honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. And I'm like, yo, amen, brother. Like it was interesting to me because, as I start to transition to this this place and this space and this mind state that I'm in today, a lot of the people that I was dealing with in the years prior are no longer 
in my life. They're not on, they're not on the bus that I'm driving. They're just not. And if you would have asked me a few years back, if I thought those people would have been in my life today, I probably would have told you yes. Right. Cause I thought a lot of these people were, were my friends. Um, one or two of them, I would have probably told you were some of my best friends. And I, I laugh at that today because I realized that they, they didn't have my best interest at all. Mm. And I, I realized now in hindsight that I was never going to get to the place that I needed to be at had I had kept certain people in my life. Wow. Wow. That's, a, that's big. That's a big realization. A lot of people, a lot of people don't, don't get to that place and that, that recognition this early on in, in their life date. So, so, that, so that's big. That's, that's, that's very big. I, I, I just want to ask you though, how did you, how did you know it was time to go? Like, what was that? What was that? When did you, when did you go? Listen, this is not, this is not it. I have to, I have to, I have to let you, I have to pull over this bus. You have to get off because in order for me to move forward with my dreams and my corporate climb, you got to go. Like, when did that hit you? Yeah. Uh, when it was not only messing up my home life when those people were not only messing up my home life but when that that disruption started to interrupt my work life when it just started to get so messy that I was taking my attitude at home and bringing it into the workplace and it was impacting my performance at work I had to pull over that bus I had to pull over that bus I had to say you know what you gotta y'all got to go y'all got to go because you messing up my bag <laughs> and I got bills to pay. You, you messing up my whole bag, my whole focus, because I'm frustrated at home. And when I go to work, I, I can't even concentrate on my job because all I'm thinking about is all the nonsense and all the, this, this, this turbulence that you're causing at home. And then when I'm at work, all I'm thinking about is how much I don't want to go home because when I have to go home, I have to deal with all the nonsense that's going on in my home life because of these people that I, these, these so-called friends that are actually foes. So I, I, I had to pull over that bus and I, I had to, I had to ask them to get off. And some of them weren't even willing to get off nicely. I had to push, I had to push some people off the bus. As a matter of fact, I had to push them so far. I had to drag some people off the bus. I had to drag them so far off the bus. Some folks, I had to push them off the bus with one arm and have my my hand on the steering wheel and my foot on the gas as I was pushing them off the bus and closing the door at the same time. So that to to just make sure that they couldn't get back on the bus. Like, <laughs> see ya. Hope you don't get hurt on your tumble Damn. out the door. Like, wow. and that's just what it was. Like, it yeah. was very hard. But sometimes you just you just gotta you just gotta push people out and move forward. And just and just pray to God that, you know, they don't just become a, a casualty of, of you trying to move and get to where you need to be, um, you know, and, and, and that's just what it was. Yeah. Listen, it sounds like you had a breaking point. Like you just enough was enough. Like right. at the end of the day, you had to put yourself first. And, and that's what it came down to. Right. We all have breaking points. And at the end of the day, 100 percent right, Sparky. I had to put myself first. I 
I, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I, you know, I have two master's degrees in, in an undergraduates and I went to an out-of-state college for undergraduate that cost me a hundred thousand. You know, my first master's degree cost me fifty, sixty thousand dollars And then my final master's degree cost me about 40 to $50,000. And then you tack on interest. So you're looking at about $250,000, if not more of student loan debt. And at the end of the day, there's, that's one bill. And that one bill is actually like 10 different bills because each loan is a different bill. And with three degrees, you probably have about upwards of 15 different loans that you've taken out. Um, so, you know, at least in, at least in my circumstance. So then you have that student loans and then you have your, you know, your rent or your mortgage at the time it was rent. And now I have a mortgage. Then you have your car payments and then you have, you know, your credit cards and then you have a lifestyle to maintain. And whatever else comes in between, you still, you still here and there, you want to go out to eat, right? And then, you know, you laundry to do and whatever else, typical life stuff, right? I have to get on a bus that costs money. I had to put gas in my car, et cetera, et cetera. So at the end of the day, you know, it's all he, he and ha ha until the first of the month and the 15 of the month comes and you're like, yo, I, I, I have to put me first. Otherwise I'm going to be homeless. You know what I mean? Or calling my mom for help as a grown excuse my language, but as a grown ass woman, which my mom raised me better than that. You know, my mom will always help me if I need be, but like, I'm, I wasn't raised that way and I know better. And if you knew better, as the quote says, if you knew better, you do better. So I'm damn sure going to do better. So I had to put myself in a different mentality at a certain point in time. I had a breaking point. So I pulled over that bus and I had to eliminate some of that, the, the baggage and it, and it was painful. It's really painful to lose friends. On the on the other side of that, um, I had uh, a friend who who told me that because of some of my decisions, because of certain things that I was participating in on the other side of the of the tracks, right, um, with with the friends that I thought were friends that were really foes, that they couldn't participate in my lifestyle, and I lost a good friend because of my decisions, right. So I I I had to. At some point in time, I had a breaking point where it was just like, I, I can't continue to do this anymore. I can't have Lamborghini dreams. I can't have Ferrari dreams. I can't have Maserati, Aston Martin dreams. And hanging around with people who can't see past Hyundai, Kia, and whatever else is, is, is in that category. And there's nothing wrong with Hondas and Kias because those are super reliable cars. And, and these are, this, is just, this is just a... Um, a metaphor, if you will, right? But I've always had big ass dreams. So when you're a big ass dreamer, you can't hang with people who don't dream at all. It doesn't make sense. You can't. You have to hang with people who dream like you, who 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 have visions like you, or who have already made it and can show you how to get there. Otherwise, you are just going to be stuck on stupid, as my mom calls it, just stuck on stupid. And at some point in time, I just had to, you know, lose some friends. And after the pain, and after all that rain and all that kind of stuff, I found a peace of mind. When I started to let go of the things that I swore I couldn't let go of, these foes that I thought were my besties, you know, um, old habits die hard. I swore I couldn't, I, I swore I couldn't, I didn't know. I was like, I can't, these are my friends. What am I, this is, these are my Friday nights. These are my peoples. 
my phone was silent for a while. Nobody texted me for a while. People talked a lot of crap. Would I go on Facebook? I'd see some subliminal, you know, shade written about me on people's uh, stuff, you know? It, it sucked. I, I, you know, I got the silent treatment for a while. You know, my heart was broken. You know, I, I went through, uh, I, I, you know, I, I had a bad breakup and it, it was heartbreaking for me. And, you know, but I had a focus too. So I, I still went to work and I got through all of that. And, you know, God removed some things out of my life, some people out of my life, but he certainly allowed other things to come to my life that were positive, that allowed me not to think about all that, that stuff so much. And, and wow, you know, and, and, and to Drake's point in his song, uh, you know, it's a fair trade to me. I found a peace of mind. You know, I bought a house. I, I, you know, I got my life together. I, you know, I, 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 I started investing in stocks and, and, you know, I reconnected with some great people that, you know, and I, and then I, I connected with new amazing people and I, and, and I, and I gained some new foundation and knowledge and I joined more boards and, you know, my life took a new, a new course and it, 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 it found a new meaning and a new purpose. So it's like, you know, when God closes a door, he'll open a window at the time. I couldn't see that though. I was so, I was stuck on stupid, but I'm glad that I'm glad that somebody had pushed me to, or a few things had pushed me to my breaking point. That way I was able to pull over that bus and almost by force of just frustration, just push the people out of my life that should not, that could not continue on my journey with me. And, and, and it is what it is. And it was what it was. And, you know, I'm thankful for the trials and tribulations and the pain and suffering because today when I look back, like I said, in hindsight, um, you know, what, what a journey, what a story. And, 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 and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, yes. Well, Dee, we are appreciative of you. Every week you peel a new layer back for us. You are so vulnerable every episode. I am super appreciative to be a part of this corporate climb journey with you. It has just been wonderful. We want to give a big shout out to our partners right now. Garden State Council of Sherham. HRMA of Princeton, Soul Hire LLC. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for your partnership and bearing with us over the last 30 plus weeks. Uh, you know, we've been doing this this show back to back to back like Drake. We're going back to back week after week after week after week. We jumped right into season two. We took a one week break and went right into season two. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do something a little bit different. D and I need a little bit of a break. So for the month of July, we are going to pause for the cause of mental health. We are also going to be working on our social media and uh, revamping our website, uh, building a YouTube page, you know, updating our Instagram. We've aired a lot of new artists. You want to get their content on there, and we're going to need some time to do that. And there's just no way that we can put new content out while working on the social media, while working our day jobs, while having personal lives, and, you know, all, all that good stuff. So for the month of July, we're going off the air. We'll be back in August of 2022. The first Tuesday in August, we will be back with new content, an updated website, an updated YouTube page. We don't have one yet, so you're going to see that. Our Instagram should be, fingers crossed, updated so you can all those artists that you heard over season two you'll be able to just go on our instagram page and check their stuff out 
And then we'll be right back to it. But give us the month of July to just get it all together and find a little bit of a balance, and we'll be right back with it. In the meantime, if you miss us, log into www.thecorporateclimbshow.com where you can check out this episode and every episode from Season 2 and Season 1. Until Season 3, which airs the first Tuesday in August of 2022, we wish you... A very happy, healthy, prosperous, focused, and warm, but not too hot, just warm, July of 2022. Until we meet again, keep climbing, my people. And I write and I quote, it's just words on a note, but these words give me hope that I'll grow and I'll blow. And I'll get better with time And I'll age like fine wine I'll sign the dotted line Taking all that you've given me And I'm still standing Yeah, I'm still standing And when the dust clears there I'll be Cause I'm still standing Yeah, I'm still standing Taking all